Hello and welcome back to another episode of Truck Talk, the show about launching, building, and hopefully successfully exiting a small business. I'm your host, David Shaughnessy, and I run a local pool servicing business here in Sacramento, California, and uh, got a good show for you today. So it's Monday. Um, We did a lot of things, a a lot of changes to the way that we're going to be operating, and I'm going to share those with you. Um, So... So here was my sort of dilemma. Uh, the dilemma was my ideal setup is we price well, uh, you know, we price our service well, we cap our employees to no more than 15 to 20 pools per day uh, with a blend of uh, mainly full service, but you know, a blend of uh, semi-full and, and uh, chemical only uh, as well. And then uh, we, we basically, um, once we hit you know, 150, 160, we continue to hire another employee get another truck and just kind of every 75 to 85 pools we we do that right we get a new truck for every 75 to 80 pools we we do um the the reality of the market right now is that that's not really feasible because in order to uh make that happen uh, a couple of things need to happen number one we sort of have to pay a slightly less but you there's way less work um uh so that was the biggest issue right and so uh We've just struggled to find anybody who wants uh, wants the job at the pay rate that we used to pay. So, um, what we decided to do instead is increase our pay scales um, dramatically. And we've done it a couple of times already. And uh, instead of running, um, you know, 75 to 85 pools, uh, 75 to 90 was like the cap before. Uh, you know, and then I'm basically fully out of the route work, and I'm really just providing air support more or less when I feel like it. Um, you know, the I think the, the sort of takeaway over the last couple of weeks has, for me has been the lesson that I've sort of learned has been that that's just not the, the way it's going to work. Uh, number one, we're having a hard time finding employees. Um, number two, uh, you know, me being out of the route work as, as, as much of the dream, as much as it is like the dream and the whole like direction I want to go with this company, the reality is, is it's just a little too early on. Um, like I need to be doing air support, not when I feel like it, but mandatory air support for my for my crew, right? For my team. Uh, and so, um, what what we sort of uh, my wife and I, who is a co-owner of the business and runs, um, you know, fifty percent basically all of the sort of organizational tasks, all of the sort of uh, payroll stuff, um, you know, all of that kind of flows through her that's her into the like she is the back of the house right i'm the sort of boots on the ground out in the field she's sort of the back of the house in the office um and so we put our heads together uh over the last couple of weeks and we've been testing um what it's like you know how fast we go when we give uh our our uh, technician way more pools and if i'm just like helping him more often and uh we we end up doing more pools he ends up doing more pools uh for the same amount of time if not less time um, and, uh, what we've sort of determined is if I stay out in the route, but not necessarily, don't necessarily have all of the pools on my plate, put the pools and the, you know, the sole responsibility of getting those pools done on the technician's plate. Um, we can increase his, his pay work or his, uh, we can increase his pay number one. And number two, uh, we can in- increase his workload from, you know, 75 to uh, 90 pools to 125 pools. Uh, and that gives us quite the advantage in regards to our expenses for finding new people. Um, what we're also seeing is number one, 
Uh, I am not out of the route work, but I'm I'm done with my route. It's 9:20 in the morning. Uh, I do need to help my my employee later on today, uh, but we just did eight pools together. Uh, I right now have to go and find um, acid. Uh, we're like no one seems to have muriatic acid, so right now my main goal is just to go and find chemicals that we need. Right, so that's that's sort of where we're at, where I'm, what I'm doing today. But I would only be able to do it this early in the day uh, because he's helped me throughout the morning. And now he's got about 18 more pools to go and do. I am going to go meet up with him as soon as I possibly can to help him get through those 18 pools because it is just faster for him, and it's hot, and nobody wants to work that many pools, um, whether you're getting paid or not. Right, so. Um, my goal, what I'm getting at is now we're, do, we're having our technicians instead of doing like maximum 85 to 90 pools, and that's like really capping them out, we're now having them do 125 pools, uh, but it's not really like, it's about the same level of uh, grind mentally because I'm helping in the beginning of the day, I'm helping jump start their day, and then I'm also helping at the end of the day and help them like close out strong, right? So that's sort of... Um, that's sort of it in a nutshell, but what we're also, so we're not only are we able to do more pools if I'm more heavily involved, which, you know, I, now that I'm kind of looking back at this, I'm like, duh, dude, like you're, it's so early in your, your career. It's so early in the company's life to be trying to get out of the route work. Um, I was just thinking the sooner I'm out of the route work, the sooner I can work on the most important thing, which is growth. But um, in today's kind of, uh, climate, uh, it's hard to find workers and it's easy to find new customers. Um, at least for right now. And that might change and I might be eating my words later, but you know, right now it doesn't seem to be, there's no shortage of customers, but there's a massive shortage in, in labor. And so what we have to do is we have to pay people more. Well, the only way I can actually feasibly pay someone more is if they do more work. Um, because then what we're doing is we're kind of cannibalizing the budget for employee number two and giving it to employee number one. Uh, so he's making way more money um, and we're able to do uh, kind of better, you know, offer better quality because I'm helping more pools and I'm more active and more engaged. And um, so it's actually like a pretty exciting change because what it, what it really means is where I was, I was thinking I was going to need a truck, two trucks for every 150 pools that we have. Now we're needing two trucks for every 250 pools that we have. Um, two technician trucks, excuse me, not including my own. So three, three total, right? Um, so that increases a hundred more pools. Um, and it just means that I have to work a little harder. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, the other side of that is once we get to three technician trucks, uh, that fourth technician truck that we'll be getting, I'll be looking into potentially promoting a, a, uh, uh, a lead technician and getting them more into the sort of providing air support much like I do now. They would be on the hook for providing, let's say, 25 pools of air support split between um, three to four technicians. Um, or, or, you know, split between three technicians. So, like, and I haven't done all of the math, but, I mean, we're talking, you know, uh, what would that be, 400 pool, or uh, let's see, it would be 375 pools, uh, you know, before we're even starting to get there. So we're really talking about probably at the 500 pool mark, we're going to be promoting a, a lead technician. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, we only have, for 500 pools, we have four trucks out in the field like that's pretty good oh five total if you include mine and that's pretty damn good that's way better than uh the 
the sort of uh, total amounts that I, it's way better than what I was doing before where it was for every 150 pools. So what would that be? It would be uh, like seven, seven trucks for 500 pools versus four. Like that's a substantially uh, better um, cost perspective. And every single technician is going to be able to get paid more. Um, they're going to be paid more because it's hourly work. So they're having, you know, it's just more work. Uh, but also they're getting paid better because we don't have to spend so much on another truck and another employee. Uh, we can, we can take those budgets and, and basically just, uh, spread, spread that money around to the team, um, more. So everyone kind of wins when we go this route. Anyway, so I'm at my first stop for checking for acid. I will be, uh, with you in a minute here, but first I got to go load up. Okay. First stop done, we have, I was able to secure one full case and three bottles of muriatic acid and I cleaned them out with just that alone. Um, so just, you know, battling the chemical shortage today, uh, gotta make sure that we have enough for our, for our customers. Um, that's kind of my first priority. All right, <coughs> so yeah, so Muriatic acid is now in shortage. Uh, it seems just like everything is very unavailable and I'm very glad that I spent as much time as I did finding as many chemicals as I did when I did. Because uh, it's very touch and go right now. And uh, I mean, honestly, we're, we're out of acid. That's a bad thing. We just, I just, like I said, I just picked up some enough to get us through basically today and maybe a little bit of tomorrow. Um, my goal today is just to get enough to get through the next couple of weeks. Um, and then honestly, I'm probably going to start buying up some more chlorine, uh, where, 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 and when I can, um, just simply because it's hard to find again. And even though we have enough chlorine to last us into well, well into August, I thought we had enough to last us through the entire month of August. Right now it's looking more like, uh, we have enough to get us to maybe the middle, maybe the first third to halfway through August. And then after that, we'll be out again. Um, so, yeah, that's my that's my goal today. But this is exactly why we're re, uh, we we reevaluated um, how we were going to operate. We oper we were operating with me doing so many pools alone in hopes that I would be able to find an employee at a pay rate that we were not going to be able to find an employee at. Now we're increasing our pay rate, but we're also increasing the workload. And lo and behold, we find out that this is way more standard. Um, now, I've always kind of known that uh, pool companies give their technicians way more pools than I do. I was just sort of, I, honestly, I was trying to build our company in a way where uh, we just don't burn out our employees. And then it, it, like, you know, with 15, only 15 to 20 pools to do in a day, you can take your time and make sure that the pools are done very well and you're paid by the hour, so you might as well, right? Um, but now I'm, I'm realizing the like cleaning a pool, number one, it's not that hard, right? It's not. It's just when you have uh, a high quantity of them to do, it becomes kind of challenging to stay motivated. That's the biggest, that's the biggest struggle, right? Um, is that kind of motivation challenge is, is just hard. It's hard to keep going when you have a ton. Uh, and towards the end of the day, you get really, really fried and really burnt out and it becomes even harder uh, to, to stay motivated and continue to, to work hard and get through your day. So uh, that was the main reason. I just, it's the psyche part. I didn't want to overload my guys. I, I just want them to do a really, really dang good job while they're there. And um, 
But what I'm realizing is they're going to do a good job. They're going to do the best job they can. And if you add more pools to do in the day, they're going to go and do those pools as well. And if I'm providing air support, I can kind of force the, uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm doing, you know, five to 10 pools in the morning and then I'm doing like a few pools at the end of the day as well, uh, with, with my crew, I mean, that's two guys doing the pools. It just goes, it, the pools themselves gets done twice as fast and with twice as much quality. So, you know, with me staying basically, uh, you know, what I'm getting at is with me staying in the field, um, and, and sort of providing this more hands-on air support. And that was the other side, you know, when I was running, when I was planning on running my, my crews with 15 pools a day, uh, I was planning on being very hands-off, uh, and just allowing, you know, allowing my technicians to do the best they can, send me pictures. And then if they, if I don't see, you know, quality work, you know, kind of coach and adjust from there, but this allows me to stay very connected to my pools. I think net, uh, overall, we, I did get a couple of, um, what I believe is our un, unfounded complaints, right? They, they are very much so unfounded complaints about how they, you know, some of my customers would rather me be doing the pool still. Um, and I say unfounded because number one, I get pictures of these pools every day. Number two, I got the complaints when I would show up to the pools and the pools looked quite literally like they had just been serviced, but they hadn't been serviced in over a week. And I know for a fact that these people are not taking care of their pools. Um, and so they were unfounded complaints, but here's the thing. A complaint is a complaint. If I'm getting two complaints from people about how they really want me to do the pool, uh, these are squeakier wheels. You know, it's not outlandish. It's not unheard of uh, to think that a lot of other, a lot of my other customers are thinking the same thing. And whether or not um, it's the reality, whether or not uh, the complaints are founded, my customers are thinking this way, and so I need to correct. I need to do something to help mitigate this. Now, I will never be able to get back in the... As long as we stay uh, at the size we are and then some, as long as we continue to grow, I will never be able to do the pools on my own again. Um, all of them, at least. Uh, but uh, if I'm providing more air support, if I'm you know switching the pools that I help my, my technician with every week, and I you know show up to these pools at least every couple of weeks... Um, this will at least help mitigate this transition, um, which is what I did before. What, what we did, uh, you know, when we first hired our, our pool technician and got him in his own truck, I literally just dropped him in and I was like, all right, these are your pools now. Good luck. And so, I mean, for my customers, like if you think about it from the customer's perspective, it was kind of like I abandoned them. I didn't. I mean, it's still, it's still our company doing the pools, which is a technician that I have personally trained and I'm watching and I'm monitoring and, and all that good stuff, but uh, it doesn't matter. Like, in some ways, uh, I'm right. In some ways, the customers are just gonna have to accept that I am no longer going to be their only pool guy. My technicians will do their pools and I care for the, their pool on a high level. Um, but on the, and, and some, and in a lot of ways that is true, but in a lot of ways, my customers are right in that, you know, it was a tra- it was basically a, a transition and then I was gone and then, you know, um, they don't have direct access to me. It's harder to get a hold of me. I mean, it's not, they all have my number, but before they could just like wait until I was there and tell me the issues while I was there and I could go look and they could get some, you know, whatever. Now they have to call if they want, um, to be able to tell me something directly. Uh, so, you know, um, again, not that it's, um, I think it's, it's unreasonable to think that I'll be able to do their pool forever. Uh, but I don't think it's unreasonable for them to want for me to do some of these, uh, pools. 
uh, or, you know, show up some of the time and not just like hand off the pool and then hunky dory, there we go. And then I, you know, they never see me again. Like I, I understand. Uh, and I'm, so I'm understanding a lot of these kind of harder lessons to have learned, uh, better now. Um, one moment here. I got to watch what this guy's doing. Okay. You got to love it when a giant truck is just tailgating the car and they're in the slow lane. And it's like, dude, you could literally just switch lanes and not tailgate this, this car. But sometimes people just, they need to do things that I don't understand. Um, uh, so, so yeah, so, um, like this is just sort of the, the, I, I think what it is, is I was excited for the growth that I was seeing and I thought that I had it all figured out from a management perspective, from a, not a management, but from like a routing perspective and like a workload on my employees perspective. And in honestly, and in a different market, uh, this would have worked. It, pre-pandemic, my game plan would have absolutely worked. But post-pandemic, it is currently not working. And so I'm not, uh, I'm not able to grow. I, the limit is not the customers, the limit is the employment. And but it's good that this happened because it made me realize all of these other things like I still need to be involved in every single pool. I still need to show up uh, with my employee for some, for every single pool, um, not every single week. That would be impossible. But I can do, uh, I can show up every couple of weeks and make sure that I'm, I'm there to sort of check in and make sure things are still moving on track and give, give my customers opportunities to talk to me directly. Like that's still, the reality is, is I, w- I was seeing growth um, that would have taken me out of the route work if we could find employment to hold it, right? But, uh, you know, we're not, we're not seeing that on the employment side. And so I can't see that on the growth side. And it's good that I saw this because, um, you know, that's just the, uh, me still being involved, I, like for all intents and purposes, as much as I'd like to be out of the route work entirely, the, the other side of this is, you know, the kind of, I, I think it's growing, I don't want to say too fast because I, I don't think there's anything wrong with growing uh, that speed and I don't think there's anything really wrong with the way that I was doing it, but for my existing customers who got so stoked on me specifically, which is still, um, you know, and, and these are people basically that, uh, the, the, the different, the, the, the dividing line is really the difference between brand new customers and customers that I've had prior to this year meaning customers that I've uh, picked up via the, the routes that I bought, um, the people who I've bought, uh, or the, you know, the customers that I, I bought in a route purchase, they really want me to do the pool versus brand new customers. Like I've offloaded them on a technician day one, so they don't know anything else and they, they're happy as can be. Um, you know, so, so for, for those people, this is just sort of par for the course, but it's all the people who started with me at the very beginning that I have to sort of cater to. And the reality is, is that's still um, just uh, a little less than two thirds of my business. And so if I'm getting feedback from a couple of uh, people, that means there's a lot, probably a lot more people who haven't said anything. Um, and so they're gonna be delighted when I start showing up more uh, with my technician. And so it's all overall, like everyone wins except for kind of me, right? I'm kind of the only one who doesn't really win in this situation. Although you could argue I do because it is less, it is less expensive to give more work to my, uh, my current employee. Um, it is going to be less expensive for me in the long run than hiring a whole nother person, getting a whole nother truck, getting a whole nother set of equipment, um, and all that good stuff. 
uh, it will be less expensive um, for me to just sort of take that budget, take part of it, and give it to my current employee. Um, so he makes more money, and I make, in theory, more money. Um, I just have to work more, and you know, my biggest priority with this is not working and making money, it's decoupling time spent for money, right? Uh, that's that's what I'm really after. I, I don't want to have to work to earn uh, money for the business to generate money. I want the business to run itself. But again, and I think this is like, I, more or less I've touched on all of this, you know, already, but, but again, um, I'm a year and a half into this, like a little bit more than a year and a half into this. Like it's, it's going to take some time. I need it. I need to continue to practice and exercise patience. Um, you know, it's just going to take time. One moment. Here. So yeah. So, uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm a year and a half into this to think that I'm going to be out of the route work entirely. Although in any other, um, in, and in, in another environment, you know, pre-pandemic, this would have 100% been been doable. I mean, I was getting 100 applicants a week uh, for for way less pay. Um, so this would have for sure been doable, and then we would have scaled up to three trucks, and then I would have been able to increase our pay rate at that point. Um, and everybody would have an awesome work-life balance. Everyone would have way... I mean, you know, then, then again, you know, I got to remember also... Or you got to remember, I got to remember, we all got to remember, like, my perspective on this is that I don't necessarily... I want to be decoupling, uh, you know, work and, you know, money earned. The vast majority of people understand, especially if you're hourly... If you're working hourly, you have to put in the hours to earn the dollars, right? So, um you know, so they may not have necessarily liked that there's such short days during the summer. I just sort of, I love that. And so I don't know, you know, there's a lot of kind of factors into this that I'm thinking about now. Um, now that I'm sort of, uh, you know, at, at this point where we're increasing the workload per truck, um, it's just at this point now I'm realizing, well, you know, um, now my guys get paid more. They get paid more via the hourly rate, but they also get poor, paid more because they're doing more hours on the job. So um, I got to put some acid in the truck and then I'm out. Bye. Okay. Woo. All right. I had to load up my uh, technician's truck with the little acid I was able to get. Now I'm off. So, yeah. So, um, you know, I think it's just sort of like, if this is... <laughs> This is kind of what being a business owner is like. You get, uh, you try to do something, you get smacked in the face with a ridiculous wall. You try to go around the wall, you can't find a way around. You try to go over the wall, you can't find a way over. You can't, you try to go through the wall, you can't, you can't chisel the way through. And then, you know, you keep at it, you keep looking, you keep searching, and then you realize, oh crap, there's a ladder over there. It's just kind of a ladder I didn't want, I didn't think about, or I didn't want to do, uh, or whatever. That's just kind of the way that business has gone for me, at least, is that um, when you realize that the way that you are doing it is wrong, and that is the reason why you are um, getting, getting so much resistance, and then you figure out, okay, if this is the path of resistance, let me find a different path with less resistance, 
hopefully the least resist, you know, path of least resistance. And then once you do that successfully, things just start falling into place again. That's kind of been my experience in business. It's just really just accept that I'm wrong, accept that the, the things that I want wanted to do, if they haven't been working yet, it means they're not going to work and it means I'm wrong and I need to adjust. Um, and then overall, uh, if I can successfully do so, overall, I it's better that it, you know, it's better to have found that, met that resistance, tried very hard, and then find the, the path of least resistance, um, as long as you're not like sacrificing quality and things like that, but, um, you know, it, it is, it ends up, <laughs> I hate to say it, but it just ends up being for the better, you know, um, I, I pay my employees more with this new uh, structure. Um, they make, so they make more, they have more responsibility, um, I'm, but I'm able to pay them more. Uh, and it's just, um, I have to work a little bit more than I would have wanted to and would, would have had to uh, in a prior market. But this is not a prior market. This is today's, today, you know, this is how it works. And, uh, and frankly, I'm wrong uh, on, on top of that because at least for the, the technician that I have right now, he is very highly skilled. He is very, very good. He shows up to work. He never complains. He, well, he almost never complains, uh, you know, but I, but the thing is I've told him, I want you to be honest with me. I, I doesn't mean I'm going to like everything you say, but I'd rather you just tell me the truth and don't like sugarcoat things. And he's obliged and it's been excellent. And he does say things like I'm over it today and things like that. Um, or he doesn't, you know, see himself doing this for very long. And that does suck to hear, but you know what would suck even worse if he's saying, oh, this is great, I'm gonna be here forever, and then I get a two-week notice a couple months later, like, right? So that, like, which would you rather have? To me, the truth is always better because then I can adjust and prepare uh, accordingly. Um, but the point is he's very good, and so he deserves more money. He deserves more stuff, right? That's how, that's how it should work with a company. See, I was thinking we were growing so fast, if I could get inexpensive labor, um, you know, to come on and join the team, you know, and, and, you know, grow with the company, eventually we would get to three technician trucks, probably by the end of this year, uh, which was our, basically, that was our trajectory. By the end of this year, we were going to hit that. Um, we're not now because I've been turning people down for the better part of this month and, you know, more likely than not, uh, I would have kept going. Um, and, but like we were, we were going to be able to expand our marketing budget. We were going to be able to expand, um, our, our sales. We were like, we were going to do everything to just continue to grow if we could find labor, but we couldn't find labor at the rates that we were. And, and again, this isn't just me pulling things out of my butt. Like it literally in June or May or June of 2020, I'd put a free posting out and we would have a hundred candidates by the end of the week. Now we put a free posting out. We might be get, we may get one candidate that month. And that candidate usually does not respond when we respond, um, like nine times out of 10, right? So it's just, it's a, just a different labor market now. People are just demanding more money and you know, okay, so this is how we're going to do it. This is how we're going to pay more money. We're going to have to increase our pay. We're going to have to, but the only way that that works for us is number one, we raise our rates, which we have, um, you know, for new customers and pretty much all existing customers. I don't think we have anybody who has not had their rate adjusted, uh, to, to compensate for the fact that chemical co chemicals are spending are, are costing me about double what they were last year. Um, and then later, 
labor is costing me about double what it, not double, but labor is costing me significantly more than what it was last year. Uh, finding labor is definitely costing me double. It's infinitely more expensive than it was last year, but, um, but that's the thing. So, you know, that, that's, uh, uh, so we've already raised our rate. So that's number one. Number two, and then the only other way we can do this is if we increase the workload for, for each technician. We're basically just making the job harder, but you get paid more. Um, because I, I had a very, e- like, it's easy. I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's easy because no, nothing that we do is easy. Like, this is a hard job regardless. But, like, comparatively, 15 pools a day is a lot easier than 25 pools a day. Right? It, it just is. It's literally 10 pools less. So it's easier and you get, you have chances of getting off five, six hours into your day, and then you're done for the day. Like, it's a great, in my opinion, it's an amazing schedule. I would have loved it, but, you know, I'm not like most people, and I know for a lot of people, they need that. They need those extra hours, and so, well, here you go. The, this is it. You're going to be paid a certain amount, and you're going to have 25 pools to do, and I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that you're done in eight hours or less. Um, and, uh, and I'm going to, so I'm going to help you out as best I can. But, uh, at the end of the day, like these 25 pools are your 25 pools to do. And if you can't get them done in a day, there's a problem, right? So, uh, you know, like right now, our current technician, he was enjoying, you know, five, six, seven hour work days. Um, now it's going to be like eight hours every single day. It's going to just be harder. Um, but he's going to make more money and, uh, and we're going to be able to pay him more. And, and so that like, it's just, it's overall, it's a win-win, right? It's, it's just, that's just how it goes. So, um, yeah, that's the new, that's the new structure. We're not doing 75 to 90 pools max anymore. We're doing 125 and, uh, for every truck that we get, it's, it's 125 customers, which means we don't need another, another employee for a long time. Um, now that being said, I, I think what will happen once we get to like right now where I think we're at like 146, 147, somewhere around there for total customer count. I think when we get up to like the 160, 165 range, I'm going to start feeling pretty goddamn burnt out again. And uh, I'll probably be looking at potentially hiring somebody to help me get through my days and just sit in my truck. And what that person will do is they will they will basically just be my helper until we have enough pools where it makes sense to buy another truck and get them into, into doing that. And then, then at that point... I'll still be in uh, the route, but I'll be doing air support only. Because from that point on, then we won't really need um, me to do the be on the hook for the pools themselves. We'll have an employee, and then once that becomes a full route, we'll for sure just buy a third truck and hire a third person, and then just grow another route with that person. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we're it's, it's overall, I guess, there's <laughs> a really long-winded, winded roundabout way for me to say like all of this, all of these struggles, all of my like my old way was dumb. Uh, for today's market, my old way was dumb. It wasn't dumb last year or like, you know, a, a couple of years ago would have totally worked. Um, but you know, now it doesn't work. It, do, it just doesn't pencil out. It doesn't model out. It doesn't work. We've tried it. Um, we've tried it for months at a time with no results. So we're going to try something new. So what that also means is, um, now this is not a fully baked idea, right? Uh, if it's, you know, to, in order for the, a, a model, a business model to be fully baked in my book is you have to test it, right? It has to be tested and proven by the market and both the, the, the customers, but also the labor market more, more importantly. So what we're going to be doing is we're doing about a 250, $300 test, just depending on what we see. Uh, we're going to start offering 
the the job at our new you know kind of pay scale that I have in mind and uh, and we're gonna see what kind of results we get when we've increased the pay scale when we offer a week paid time off plus two weeks of, of uh, pre-scheduled time off um, and we're gonna see what happens with that as our as our new kind of offering to the labor market and see if we get more bites if we get more bites it's awesome you know if i get you know more and not just more bites but like you know people who answer our prereq questions and and um people who actually answer the phone when they get a phone interview people who actually show up to the interviews when i do an interview and we're not unfortunately we're probably not gonna be able to hire any of them but like i have to test this i have to test to make sure that this is actually going to work uh, because otherwise we're just spending money once again for something that isn't going to work and that's something i really really would like to avoid i mean obviously we have to you have to test in business you have to test things uh, with with whatever market you're testing and you have to just see what the market says yes to and so you know, um, the market is ruthless. It's it's ruthlessly honest is what it is. It, it either will accept your offering or it won't accept your offering. And that is it. There is no in between. And so, you know, I'm not, I don't like, I don't want to put people, you know, kind of string people along. And I don't really feel like I am necessarily because you never know with this new model, I might be able to pick up a ton of pools. I have two sales calls scheduled for tomorrow and the next day. Right. So I already have people like waiting on the books. I'm getting sale. I'm still turning customers down weekly um, that I could potentially start saying yes to. And so growth is not again. Growth is not our problem. Um, it's finding and retaining, uh, you know, talent. That's our biggest problem. And so I'm not really even putting people on the, you know, or like you know, putting people on the hook for a job that they won't get. Uh, but I do need to test this to its its um, completion to see if we really do have something here. Because uh, if I don't have something here, then I'm basically spending more money and more time on something that I don't need to. Um, I don't know what we do from there because we can't revert back to the old model because the old model clearly does not work. Um, so I think this is just the way it goes for now. Uh, but, you know, it definitely makes me wonder, you know, what happens if this doesn't work? I don't know. I I just, I don't know what happens um, if we find out that this doesn't work. Uh, but it, it's fine. At the end of the day, we will figure something out. It, you know, just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Keep showing up every day. Keep trying my best every day. Like, that's really what it all boils down to is, is I'm going to just keep trying to, to work as intelligently as I can, as hard as I can every single day until eventually one day I have the business that I've wanted um, and, and that I've, I've been trying to build. Um, you know, that's, that's just it. That's the name of the game. It's just to keep trying things. And then hopefully, eventually, they'll start to work. Um, Anyway, so yeah, so that's what we're doing. We're restructuring. We're restructuring how our, our uh, routes work. We're restructuring the workload on our technicians. We're restructuring my commitment to to the route. Um, and, and it's so far, I'm really liking it. I mean, I've done more pools than I would normally do first thing in the morning. And right now, we're we're sort of in between. Uh, like, uh, so in the beginning of the month, we raised our rates for probably 40 people. And uh, we're kind of 40 plus people and um, we, we still have to raise our rates for another uh, six or so, but it'll be 50 total once we're done. And so we're kind of in this like no man's land. We've raised the rates, but we haven't heard anything back from most people. Like I've only gotten two confirmations that they're going to stay with us which god i really appreciate um those customers so much like i it's it's not a cash grab this is really just uh, like 
I mean, I've, I'm literally spending uh, this whole time I've been talking to you. I have been working on finding chemicals, right? Because they're so limited, and with limited supply and high demand, prices go up. So our costs have just gone through the freaking roof, right? So I'm not. This isn't a cash grab. This isn't me gouging anybody. This is just me trying to survive and pay ourselves fairly for all of the work that you don't have to. I, like we are doing this so that my customers don't. People going into these local pool supply stores where I have wholesale accounts, they don't have chlorine for me, let alone people who only want to buy one gallon of chlorine for the next week and a half, right? They don't have stuff for people. And also, guys like me are buying it up. Not because we're trying to hurt the little, the you know, the homeowner who, does, you know, is now not able to really get what they need. It has nothing to do with them. It is to make sure that I have enough for the 150 people who are depending on us to make sure that we take care of the pool on a weekly basis. That's my responsibility: is to make sure that we have enough for our paying customers. Um, it is not to make sure that the whole world has enough chlorine. Um, now, granted, if if we get like you know messaging from the government saying, hey, if we keep selling private or chlorine privately uh we're not gonna have drinking water well then yeah i'll probably have to like you know do my my part but um you know that's not what we're seeing right so we're just seeing you know you know local pool supply stores are just out and um you know if you're if you're a homeowner who just like likes to take care of your pool yourself and you're like where's all the chlorine it's going to guys like me um this is no joke. Uh, this is not a. This is not an easy summer uh, by any stretch of the imagination. But it has been a crazy summer with growth. I mean, we've we've got so many new customers. It's awesome. It's awesome. So anyway, yeah, I'm really excited about this new this new approach. I mean, I'm not ecstatic about not being able to get out of the field, but like at the same time, I can see why this is going to be so beneficial for our customers. And also, you know, the 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 toughest part of the summer is kind of done at this point. You know, the the massive amounts of customers complaining uh, about you know issues and pools breaking and and things not being perfect. Like that is you know that's the beginning of the summer stuff. Now we're sort of co- we're not coasting, but you know now it's like we'll get one to two new uh service calls a day and i'll just be able to go and fix them with this new with this new setup i'll still be able to just go and fix it right away i just have more work to do before and after i'm able to be freed up for my service calls but i think i really do think that overall we're going to have a net more positive experience um, for our customers i will have a net more positive experience as a business owner and my employee will have more work to do but he'll have an overall net positive experience because you'll have more money coming in um, so, um, you know, it's, it, it is what it is, uh, and we will grow through this and then we will grow through the next thing and we will continue to grow and learn and, and change and adapt and grow and learn and change and adapt. And, and, and eventually before you know it, we're going to have the business of my dreams. We're going to have, uh, this thing self-running, um, you know, we're going to have that location. We're going to have, you know, all the things that we, I really want to get to, right? That's the other thing too, is like, Honestly, here's the other the other side is like I was thinking location was going to come after the next employee. Now, I'm not so sure. You know, now it's kind of like, well, we have kind of a surplus and if we can if we can add like 15 more customers, we'll have enough for a location. Why don't we just do that? You know, why don't we just get a location and then this is out of my house. All of these chemicals are out of my house where my children play. You know, that would be pretty great. That would be wonderful. Um and then, and then, you know, we start building and to the next, the next truck. Like we're still building up to the next truck. I mean, it's just, it's just different. I, and I guess, um, that's the kind of the weird feeling is like, 
it's been a year and a half of, of this one, you know, game plan. It's more than a year and a half. You know, we're more almost done with July here. We're more than more than halfway through July. And so this whole time I've had this vision of how we're going to grow, how we're going to scale, how we're going to have better, you know, better service, higher, you know, um, better work-life balance for my employees, all that good stuff. And it just, you know, in about a matter of two weeks, I came to the realization that my plan was not going to be how this goes. And so if I seem a little off about it, it's, it's really that. It's that I'm, I'm still digesting the fact that this is really the new, the new direction that we're going. And it's, it's, it's overall, it's way better. It definitely is. I just, um, I kind of thought my my other way of going would have been better for everybody, uh, except for me, really. Like honestly, here's the other thing: I will make more money doing it this way. That's the other thing. Like I will make I will be able to pay myself more doing it this way earlier. I just again, I'm not really after the money. I'm after the time, and that's the only thing that I have to sort of continue to sacrifice. And I was I felt. Even though, like, the reality is, is I was not so close because the market was just saying, no, David, this is not how you're going to grow your business. That's what the market was saying. But I wasn't listening. I wasn't listening to the market. And now that I'm listening, I'm hearing, no, David, you are not going to grow your company this way. You're going to grow it this way where you still are on the hook time-wise. And that's, I think, the part right now that I am having kind of the most uh, trouble with accepting is that I'm just, I'm not out of the route. I'm not out, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm still trading time for money. And there's just no way around that for a while. That's, I think that's why my, my mood, my tone isn't so like chipper. We will make more money. My tech will make more money. My customers will be happier, but I don't get any more time. In fact, you know, whereas if, if, if the other way of going would have worked, you know, I would have had more time. But I don't. I don't have that yet. Um, but that's okay. So I got to go pop into a store, and then when I get back, I'll, I'll kind of recap and and, and uh, wrap this up. Okay, that place was out of acid. Um, I've got two more spots I can go and uh, drive to and check out. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's wrap this up. So yeah, so we got a new way of operating. Um, we've got a new workload. We've got. Uh, I mean, it's honestly, it kind of feels like a brand new company. Um, which is kind of fun. I mean, here's the thing. This isn't all like, this is great across the board. This is great. I don't really know why I'm, I'm feeling so meh about it. I think, I I do think it is mainly because I was in my mind thinking that I was very close to being out of the route work, which basically decouples me from working, uh, donating my time for, for making income. And that's just not where I'm at. And, but that's okay. Um, you know, we have to grow this when, uh, you know, at the pace that we can. And I can, I can try to white knuckle it. I can try to grip my teeth and just blast through walls as much as I can. But every once in a while, you just have to accept that things are a certain way and you need to adapt. And if things aren't going the way that you want, you have to just adapt. And that's, I think that's just sort of the reason why I'm, I'm not super stoked on this, but, but, um, overall I am. Overall, I know that this is good. I know that this is better for our company. Being able to put this many pools on a, on each truck and then build systems around it, we're gonna be so much more profitable, so much faster. Um, so this is good. This is net positive. Um, and, and, and I'm excited to see where this goes. I really am. I just, uh, I'm also just sort of lamenting the fact that I don't get um, 
the lifestyle that I want sooner. And that, that's really all it boils down to is I'm just, I have to wait a little longer and that's okay. Because when I do get that lifestyle, it's going to be a very envious life, you know, enviable lifestyle. It's going to be like a, a lifestyle where people kind of say, oh, Dave, you're so lucky. Uh, and when that happens, I'm going to smile and say, yeah, I sure am. Um, and I really like it. Um, but, uh, you know, until then, this is just sort of what we have to do. And that's it. Like, I don't, I don't know why I'm, I'm so met about it, but it really is overall for our company, for the business, for our customers, for our employees, and even for myself, this is a better way to build the business. Um, if, if it, again, if we test this and it actually works, right? If our new pay rates work and our new offering works, um, this is all under that caveat. That's another reason why I'm like, eh, we'll see. We'll see if this is wasted energy, wasted effort. Uh, well, I guess it's not, nothing's really wasted if we keep going and we eventually find what works. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll just have to kind of see where this goes and do our best and, and move forward from there. But anyway, that's where we're at today. Uh, big changes. Uh, I am excited to see where this goes. I, I am pumped on, on how far we've come. I'm very grateful to be solving these kinds of problems. That's the other side of this is I'm so grateful that this is, this is the problem I'm solving today right? I'm not sitting in a freaking cinder block room with no windows with another sweaty engineer looking at a computer with not enough work to get through the day, but not the no ability to go home. And with knowing my computer is being monitored. So if I go and watch YouTube because I have nothing else to do, uh, and I've asked and, and asked for more work, but get none, you know, I, I'm glad that I'm not doing that. Just rotting my brain away, feeling like I'm going nowhere in life. This is a problem that once I solve it, once we solve this, I'll be making forward progress. These problems that I solve uh, being in business for myself, every time I go to work, I make forward progress on my future and my family's future. Uh, you know, this, this is a wonderful place to be. And so I'm very grateful for that. I'm very grateful that my family and I have, are in good health. Uh, I did just go, I oh, one more. Ha. And my employee's truck's got a flat, so I've got to go and swap trucks with him. And uh, anyway, I got to, had to do maintenance on that truck anyway. But uh, yeah, so I'm very grateful. We're in good health. We're in good spirits. Our business is, is going well. It's, you know, we're just dealing with growing pains. We're just dealing with learning how to grow and build this thing bigger and better. And uh, I'm grateful to be in that position. So um, yeah, that's, uh, that's probably it for today. Um, stay tuned. we got more episodes coming up this week. Thank you so much, so, so, so much for listening. And uh, until the next one, have a good rest of your day. Bye.